This is Asasi Podcast, enabled by Asasi Radio. The following presentation was previously aired on Asasi Radio. All right, time check. It is four minutes past the hour of seven. My name is Wobaforce Asari and the station is Asasi Radio, 99.5 megahertz. The show is Press Pass. It's your midweek political analysis show where we bring you issues that are making the rounds in the middle of the week in our country. So from digital address GL0414725, I thank you very much indeed for keeping your dials here on Asasi Radio today. My guests are Elvis Darko, editor, finder, newspaper, and also Palgrave Bwachi Dankwa, government's spokesperson on governance and security. A very good evening to you, gentlemen. Good evening, Wilberforce, and it's always good to be here. Yes, I thank you for coming. It's good to see you, editor. It's been a while. Sure, sure. I'm around. Uh, as I'm for uh, Palgrave, I saw you, I think, a week ago. We did see ourselves yes, last week. Yes, yes, yes. And it's good okay. to see you as well. So it's good to see you. The two issues, or perhaps three, that we are going to be talking about is the fallout from the uh, U10 for the uh, Association of uh, Mobile Money Agents in Ghana when they met with the president a few days ago. Perhaps, no, not a few days ago. I think it was yesterday. Yes, and then also the New Patriotic Party and the National Democratic Congress are all initiating processes uh, to complete their internal elections ahead of election 2024. We'll put a spotlight on what's been happening in the ruling party and what is yet to begin in the biggest opposition party in the country. So let's get the first topic out of the way, and and that has to do with e-levy and the mobile money agents. I think, and I'll start from you, Pargrave, when President Ekufado met with the agents, one of the things that came clearly out was that the agents are a very important part of the uh, process as far as the stakeholders are concerned in generating revenue from the e-levy for this particular uh, policy that has been introduced by the government. And the president made it clear that uh, he appreciates the inputs that they made in shaping the uh, particular act that was passed by parliament, which was assented to by the president. Your quick thoughts about this association, these agents vis-a-vis e-levy and its uh, potential to raise the revenue targets that have been set by the government you speak for? Well, clearly, I think that um, this is a clear indication that government is continually engaging stakeholders that are relevant um, within the industry as it relates to as re- revenue mobilization and bringing in um, the number of money that we need and also bringing in the number of people that are needed to ensure that they pay their taxes. And it's exciting news um, for us as a government to see that um, the mobile um, agents clearly understand um, the thoughts behind the policy and the implementation of the e-levy. And clearly, if you've seen, um, today's about day 11 of our implementation. Just about yesterday, um, one company was able to rake in close to about a million Ghana cities. So you see that um, the enthusiasm and the morale of ensuring that persons um, that would contribute significantly um, to the e-levy are doing so. And 
government has stated very well that the contributions that are coming from the e-levy is going to be used for infrastructural work and as well as ensuring that it's going to have the biggest um, entrepreneurial investment in young people um, to be able to own their own work. And um, government has stated very clearly that it's going to support one million young people to be entrepreneurial in whatever state that they would find themselves. And so clearly, having gone through the conversation of reducing the percentage from 1.75 to 1.5 at this stage um, when it was passed, you have seen that um, we clearly appreciate um, the large number of persons that are going to be raked in um, beyond the original percentage that we had close to about 2.3 million people that were contributing to income tax. Now we can be confidently say that the formal and the informal sector will come within the brackets, making sure that we have close to about 18 million plus people contributing on a daily basis and then on a monthly basis um, their own income and their investment into the e-levy um, conversation. Okay, so Elisa, let me come to you now, Elisa Elvis Darko, and to find out from you, it is said that initially when the 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 e-levy bill was being discussed or was being introduced. This association fought against its introduction. But why? what do you think accounts for the U-turn? You are a business editor. What do you think has accounted for this U-turn currently? No, I, I think that with the implementation, they now have seen the reality of how the e-levy works. And obviously they realized that their earlier reactions might not necessarily be informed and 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 probably their reactions rather have affected their businesses instead of the e-levy itself the, when you the, say affected is it affected positively or negatively no negatively okay because the the the, the agents are Merchants, right? They yeah. use merchant sims to do their transactions. And per the e-levy law, merchant transactions are exempted from e-levy. So what it meant is that despite all the agitations against the e-levy, fearing that merchant payments would have been included in the e-levy, then I realized with merchant payment being exempted, what it meant is that if they had not really seriously opposed and, and, and made all those uh, reactions, probably their business would have been booming by now. Booming than even before e-levy. The reason being that today if I walk to an agent and say, directly send this money to my mother in the village, that directly sending that money because he's a merchant, will not attract e-levy. Mm. I will only pay my transaction fees. Palgrave. So, me as Elvis, if I want to actually avoid and 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 avoid paying e-levy, <laughs> I would rather be carrying broad cash and walking to them and say, send this money to me. I'm ready to pay the transaction cost because at least that will not attract e-levy. And so, if, if they had really waited or they had really done this kind of consultation probably they would have realized that ah it's, it's not really worth it probably it could make our business better if we actually support this thing because now people who have their phones who are not merchants who may in their way think that oh i want to find a way to avoid paying e-levy may rather be trooping to the agents 
to get their money sent to, for them directly. And and this would have brought them a lot of business, which is what they actually wanted, which is what they actually wanted. So you see, it it, it, it turns out that they maybe they they they, they overreacted. And probably so, rightly so, because the E-Levy was introduced without any consultation with the stakeholders. So probably the announcement that E-Levy is coming when they were not consulted at the time. Obviously, as an industry association, because at that time, the details of how it will operate had not been fine-tuned. So then they had this fear that probably this thing is coming to collapse our business. And therefore... If they, as association, had realized that, look, okay, we may not have the details of this. We fear it may have a negative repercussion on our business. But let's rather approach the policymakers. They might not have come to us. But let's approach them and get to know exactly how this is going to work before we come out to say we think it will affect us. Probably maybe they would have have this kind of information at that time. And then their resistance may rather be tilted towards rather asking people that, oh, cool. come rather come and do the business with us, and then you can actually evade part of the E-Levy. Okay, and, and therefore, that convenience. So if, yeah. I, if it's the night, this time, I can't go to a vendor, so I'll do it. But when it's the day and I'm driving by and I see a vendor and I want to send some 500, and I know that when I send it through the vendor, I give him the money directly and say, use your merchant sim and send it to me. I'm only paying the, 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 the telco's charges and I'm not going to pay the E-Levy. Why not? And okay. therefore, this would have become like a driving force for people who really says they don't want to pay any person to government on E-Levy. For, for rather boost their business. business. Uh -huh. Okay, Paragraph, so that, is that the situation? Well, you know, I think that clearly um, with all of what had happened prior to the implementation of the E-Levy, you could confidently say that propaganda works because you know that um, prior to the implementation of E-Levy in terms of the start of it on the 1st of May, the biggest opposition party had clearly um, assumed a particular posture of propaganda and ensuring that um, persons ordinarily will not understand the policy. But it was clearly stated in terms of transfers that are not covered under E-Levy. And I would like to just read for emphasis, um, you know, point D of um, transfers that are not covered says that specified merchant payment, GRA would maintain a register of all commercial entities registered for income tax or value-added tax to confirm qualification for the exclusion under the Section 2D of the Act. And then E says that transfers between principal agent and master agent account. GRA will determine the validity of all agent agreements between principals or master agents, master agents and agents and principals, including evidence that the agreements have been duly stamped in accordance with Stamp Duty Act 2005, Act 689, to confirm their qualification for exemption under the Act. So clearly, you could see that um, all of these um, restrictions or all of these um, all of these points that have been stated that are not covered under E-Levy were clearly explained and expounded well from the Ministry of Finance and mm. GRA and even government spokesperson and government communicators clearly explained it but you could see the power of propaganda and clearly uh, truth always comes out and <laughs> we're excited to see that um, clarity has come once again um, to the, uh, they are charging entities clarity mm. has come okay. to them and they so, are, so when they met when the association met with the president, the uh, spokesperson, who is the general secretary of the association, now let's get the name of the association clearly. It's Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana, MMAG, AAG. So MMAAG. And the uh, general secretary, Evans Otumfo, said this, and I want you to speak to it. He says that we appeal to you, and he was talking about urgent challenges that they do have. 
He says that we are appealing to you, and that is to the president and the minister for finance, to expedite action to look at the challenges that the e-levy has brought to agents in the line of doing their business, such as deductions made on the agent's account anytime funds are transferred to their bank accounts for purposes of accessing cash to serve customers. And so you see that here, they are talking about the transaction between them as merchants and their bank uh, accounts so that you know they will normally transfer their money to their bank accounts and then it will be deposited into their merchant account subsequently so that they can serve their customers and they are saying that some of those transactions have attracted deductions and they think that it needs to be addressed have, well, have you come across well, that think, let me start I with think, your program. i think that um those charges that has been attracted as a result of their transfer into their bank accounts will be refunded to them because point two of uh, transfers that are not covered under e-levy says that, and i like to read for emphasis, it says that a transfer between accounts owned by the same person, and this includes account to joint account and on and on and on. Now, really, you know that um, the reason why government put together the same registration and then also the Ghana card is really to ensure that your identity is synchronized. So once your identity is synchronized with your bank account and also with your SIM registration and also with your national identity card, then it's the same person. And so once you're also registered with GRA, it means that when you do your transfers and it's charged, it's a wrong charge. So there's a refund policy as well, which has been put in place. And the refund policy says that errors in transferring money to a wrong account, wrongfully, wrongful charge by the charging entity, unavailability of GRA e-levy assessment application, which is the API, and then charging entity's inability to connect to the GRA e-levy assessment API. So clearly, if you are charged and you're not supposed to be charged because you're transferring your money from your bank, your uh, mobile money into your bank account to be able to even buy some things, you're not going to be charged. So the refund policy is there for you to be able to get your money back. Okay. So, Edders, uh, do you have anything to add to that concern that they had? No, that, 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 it's a general concern and I think as they put it, it has to be looked at. And the problem is GRA and the Ministry of Finance. They have not done any much of education to the public on these issues. In fact, see, let, me just interrupt, is that let me interrupt you because of the, the, the comment you just made because it was something I was going to bring up. During their interaction with the president, they actually called for intensification of education because they said when they interact with their customers, they are noticing that customers are not well informed about the e-levy and its development. Of and course, they think that education must the, be the information up. about The education about e-levy, the truth of the matter, we have to accept it. This is a new thing that you have brought. There is a lot of brouhaha around the thing. So the, the government and the Ministry of Finance and the GRA needs to invest heavily into information to actually put out the right information there. For instance, this issue of synchronizing your accounts. How many Ghanaians even have that information? See, synchronizing account meant that probably I have my bank account opened at the time that there was no Ghana card. So maybe I use my passport or I use maybe health insurance or something to open my bank account, maybe two or three. I use the driver's license to open another one. The, the what GRA is saying, the system can only recognize that you own all those accounts. If you go back to those banks with your Ghana card to update your information, because the Ghana card, the system works with only the Ghana card, recognize only the Ghana card. So if you have not gone to update your bank records, where you use DVL, if you don't, you've not sent the Ghana card there for them to update it. Where you use passport or anything to open, if you did not send, personally go by yourself to go and update your records. It meant that the system will see those bank accounts as belong to different people. 
because the 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 identities you have used to open them is not what the system is identifying. Mm. It's identifying only a Ghana card. But how many Ghanaians even have this information that if I don't want to pay e-levy, transferring money from my account to my mobile money, or from my mobile money to my bank account, or from my one bank account to another bank account, then I have a duty of going to my banks with my Ghana card and making sure that they update my records mm. with Ghana cards. Because the system will only not charge me when it realizes that Ghana card number so-so and so Elvis Daku is the same Ghana card that is on bank account A, B, C, D before it will not charge me. But so long as that update has not been done, the system will recognize those bank accounts as belonging to different people and therefore will, will apply the, the, the E-Levy. Mm. And this information, if you talk to many people, they don't even ha understand, have this information. Do you understand it? Yes, I like to. I like they don't even have this information. Come to the defense of please writing it on paper. and going out there. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you do it. Yes, explaining to the public for them to understand what it is. It's not about issuing a paper, a printout, and sending to some people on WhatsApp. It's what I'm talking about. We are talking a massive mass education campaign. Massive mass education campaign. That gets every Ghanaian to understand that I have this duty to go to my bank with my Ghana card. So this will even make those who actually don't have Ghana card to actually go for their Ghana card. Personally, I didn't have Ghana card until last week that I needed it urgently to do something. I went to pay 250 Ghana at the NIA head office. And now you be, have it. To be able to have a Ghana card. Okay. But right. I've not even used, I've not yet gone to my bank to even update my records. You need to go so and do it. It means that if I do any transaction between my bank account and myself, I, I'm going to be charged. And if those who don't have the Ghana card do not have this information, therefore are not chasing even to have the Ghana card, that means that any transfer within their bank accounts, if they will be charged because they actually don't have the Ghana card, they let the law use it to go and update their record. records. So all okay. this information needs to be out there okay. for people to be able to know that, ah, then I need to take these steps and these steps. Okay. But if you, don't, you are not doing the mass, mass education campaign in, 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 in so many several languages, Include the lo the, master, the local languages where somebody who doesn't speak English or can't really comprehend English, but comprehends either Akan, Dagbani. If you are not doing all this education, but these are the people we say mobile money is for the unbanked population, and the unbanked population largely are people who we know many of them. We know our literacy rate in this country, so it is not new that in the unbanked population many of them really cannot comprehend English. So if you are not doing the massive mass media campaigns in even the local languages for the person who has a mobile phone that's mobile money to know that even though I don't have speak English this is explained to me in Dagbani in Eve in, 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 in this language the guru, uh, whatever language so, so essentially the mass it, education it okay. needs to be done so Palgrave you are a government spokesperson I know you have an intervention so you know over for us I, I believe that um, government has done its part of communication mm -hmm. I do agree that yes I mean we need to advance our communication to a very higher level for people to understand and appreciate but I need to also be able to state that these charging entities whether it's EMI whether it's banks or it's PSPs um, my bank and I know a number of banks and anybody that has a bank account in this country as at f April 28th had already started sending out test messages yes to all I, I received holders. two of them exactly yes. and I, I've received I've 
received several messages from my bank and I don't want to do any publicity for my bank, but any single person in this country who has a bank account has received a message from their banks. And so the PSPs and the ESPs and the banks and discharging entities have reliably informed all their customers as far as I'm concerned. And clearly, I mean, I mean, I think that it's important that, yes, I mean, we government continually um, engages the people to know that the, the national identity card is really the game changer because that's an aggregator of everything. And that's really what bridges the formal and the informal sector um, of the economy. And um, clearly, I think that once we put this into proper perspective, and like he's stating, I'm not sure that he would have gone for his national ID card if he was not going to do anything. But it was a, it's a civic responsibility for everyone to have a Ghana card because that's really where we are at now. And um, not holding brief for anyone, um, we've had the conversations and I believe that everyone that has not yet received their Ghana card can be able to go in for the other Ghana card because you need to be able to link your Ghana card. And you recall that when the, um, the National um, Communication Authority was doing the SIM registration, I mean, the main goal of the SIM registration really is that there are close to about 40 million handsets in country. 40 million handsets and so there are various persons that would have multiple phones and multiple sim cards so you either have mtn or you have ether to go or glow or vodafone so if you have any of these and you have registered them in your name that is what is going to help the country and even with the ghana revenue authority to be able to identify you as a unique identifier so that in in terms of charging and even transferring of the e-levy and transactions that you are doing we know that it's the same person that is doing the transfer and so that person does not need to be charged so if you look at the e-levy transactions and those that do not cover it says that if you do an accumulated transfer and it's from the same person, you're not going to be charged E-Levy. So all of these things were things that were taken into clearer consideration because really it's been an entire holistic journey that government has been on. And I, I think that um, the entire country really needs to commend government because government is thinking ahead of the game. So that is another miscommunication, right, he put out there. Because How the, Yes, that? no, the banks, I'm referring to the banks, uh, banks sending messages. You see, this is where the problem is. The bank did not send you the message that if you don't come and uh, uh, update your records and you do Momo, you will be charged. And that if you do it and you do Momo, you will not be charged. That's not what the banks are telling you. When the the bank, banks send you information that, you information please, that please, let me, let me say, it is, is it, I'm telling you about something. I, I'm trying to see if I can retrieve. I, I have the, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have my message here. That, I have my bank message that. Thank you for listening to Assassin Podcast. Follow Asasi Radio on Twitter at Asasi Radio 995 or share your feedback via feedback at asasiradio.com.